0: IUDs may be marketed as a set-it-and-forget-it form of birth control, but they're a little more challenging than most people may think. I will often hear things like, I have an IUD, but don't worry, it's not the hormonal one, like that somehow makes it better. All it does is just exchange one set of problems for another. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about why IUDs may not be as user-friendly as we've been led to believe. Hi, I'm Adrienne Irizarry. I'm an Eastern medicine practitioner who is passionate about women's health and helping women live their best lives. My goal is to put you in the driver's seat of your menstrual health, offering period solutions for a symptom-free life. Statements made in this program are for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitution for medical consultation or advice. We do not claim to diagnose, treat, or cure any diseases. This podcast is inclusive and welcomes all gender identities. The focus of the program is on biological function, and we will use the term women throughout, but it is referencing physiological and social challenges for biology, not identity. Come as you are, I am happy you're here and welcome all performances of identity. I hope you find something helpful in this show. Welcome back to another episode of the Reproductive Rebel Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about IUDs. I have had a lot of questions about IUDs lately, and they're very popular because they are a set-it-and-forget-it form of birth control, but they're a little more challenging than many people may think. So when I have clients come into my practice, they will often say things like, I have an IUD, but don't worry, it's not the hormonal one, like that somehow makes it a more healthy option. I want to highlight the fact that IUDs, whether it's hormonal or not, have their own sets of issues, and it may not be a hormonal one, but... A non hormonal just exchanges one set of issues for another. So, I thought that it would be really important in this week's episode to really dive into why IUDs may not be as user friendly as we've been led to believe. I highlight this because I've just had so many questions about IUDs. So, I really hope that the information in this week's episode is helpful to you as you are making decisions about family planning, your forms of birth control, and which ones feel aligned to you. So Let's start from the beginning. There are two kinds of IUDs, hormonal and copper. The hormonal IUD has a low level of progesterone, which can stop bleeding and drastically minimize bleeding. It is not uncommon for people who are using a hormonal IUD to have a period disappear entirely. This form of IUD, not only is it good for contraceptive purposes, but it also is often used in the allopathic model, even when contraception isn't the goal, because it can be helpful for heavy bleeding, or at least this is the mindset of the Western medical model. The copper is perceived to be safe by women because of the lack of hormones. The alloy itself The copper is understood to make the environment inhospitable or not a friendly place for sperm to thrive. So, in addition to forming a barrier between the sperm and the egg, it makes the environment less hospitable for sperm to live in there because you know, as we looked at in some of the earlier episodes, sperm can live inside of your body for up to five days. So that time before you ovulate is much more of a risky time for pregnancy than after ovulation occurs. But you really only have seven days out of the entire month that you can potentially get pregnant. So making the environment inhospitable is the aim of the copper IUD. Anything that alters our normal expression of hormones and pH will come with side effects. Okay, so I'm going to say that part again because this is where people who choose the copper IUD because it doesn't have any hormones needs to understand that anytime we choose something that alters our expression of hormones and our pH, which even the copper IUD does that, it comes with potential side effects. So one of the most common side effects, regardless of whether you have a hormonal or a copper IUD, is cramping. IUDs are like a sliver in the uterus. Our bodies are brilliant and they recognize that this IUD is a foreign object inside of your body and it sets to work trying to move that thing out because it doesn't want foreign things in the body. This is often really uncomfortable and many women give up on the idea of using an IUD because they constantly experience cramping and it gets to be too much and they just want it out. I've heard some doctors say that it will quote unquote settle down and stop cramping, which for some cases it does. But the vast majority of women who have IUDs put in, again, regardless of whether it's hormonal or copper, they experience this continuous cramping or intense cramping at some level. So Copper IUDs are often talked about, like I said at the start of the episode, as a healthier option because they are non-hormonal, but these little guys aren't quite as innocent as people are led to believe. The copper IUD can have negative effects on our adrenal glands, and that's kind of an important one because while all of us, regardless of whether hormonally we are male or female, we receive some of our sex hormones out of our adrenal glands. Well, for men, it's like 3% and the rest comes from their testes. For women, it's 30% and the remaining hormones come out of the ovaries. So anything that taxes our adrenal glands, particularly in women's bodies, really creates big problems system-wide. Now, we do a great job taxing our adrenal glands all on their own because our modern world is moving faster than it's ever moved before. It is... Taxing and stressful, and our nervous systems don't often get punctuated breaks. And there are tons of people struggling with adrenal fatigue and just because of this go, go, go lifestyle that we have. So, if you get the copper IUD thinking that you're putting less of a load on your system, I want you to know that that's not exactly true because copper, the metal copper, can have a negative effect on our adrenal glands, leading to dysfunction. Using a copper IUD can be a contributing factor for symptoms like anxiety, depression, irritability, mood changes, severe PMS, lower libido, and even physical things in terms of how your body is moving, not just emotional stuff like joint pain, muscle issues, anemia, And that's just like scratching the surface of the kinds of symptoms that you can experience. I had a client come in a few years ago and she goes, I am pretty sure I'm crazy. And I just looked at her kind of funny and I was like, well, what makes you say that? And she's like, well, I have a copper IUD. I'm not even taking any hormones or anything like that, but I am so depressed. My anxiety is through the roof and I feel like Jekyll and Hyde. One minute I'm fine. The next minute I'm barking at my kids. I don't like how this makes me feel. Why is this happening to me? She wasn't anywhere as close to perimenopause yet. She was still quite a young woman. And she really thought she was losing her mind. And I said to her, I was like, well, did you say you had upper IUD? And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, I said, let's look at this a little bit. How long have you had it? I started asking her some questions. And honestly, we determined that the copper IUD was likely the problem. And she did go and have it out. And within like a month or two afterwards, she was feeling completely different on an emotional level. And she goes, oh, I had no idea that something that wasn't hormonal would affect my system that way. So they're not quite as healthy as you thought, right? Copper IUDs have connections with infections too, and this is also a reason why, you know, I'm not trying to demonize the copper IUD. I know it may sound that way as you're listening to this episode, but I just have such a staggering number of people that come through the door of the practice that go, oh, it's no big deal. I have a copper IUD, so we don't have to worry about the hormone part of it, but They have other kinds of symptoms and they don't even link it to their copper IUD because oftentimes they are told it's non-hormonal, so it's healthier. But I see so many women that come through the door with infections and they have copper IUDs. So bacterial vaginosis or BV is probably the number one infection that I see with clients who have copper IUDs more than any other form of birth control. So it may be non-hormonal, but when you get right down to it, it does mess with the equilibrium in your system. Hormonal IUDs offer a low dose of progesterone, but it's not bio-identical. It introduces hormones that can also create negative symptoms in the body as well. So I have seen clients that are using the hormonal IUDs that have a similar list of emotional challenges with PMS and irritability and all of those kinds of things when they use the hormonal one as well. But I do have to say that between the two, I see the largest number of people with cysts who have a hormonal IUD. So There can be some really uncomfortable negative symptoms that go along with having an IUD. And I know, like, we're in this Amazon Prime. I'm supposed to have it yesterday kind of culture. And I think that's probably one of the larger challenges that I have as an Eastern medicine practitioner with clients is to explain to them that, yes, I can get to the root of the challenge that you're experiencing. Yes, I can influence the symptoms that you're experiencing, but this is not an Amazon Prime kind of fix. We need to work on nourishing the roots of the plant or getting to the bottom of why this these symptoms started in the first place. And then as we work at that spot, we're able to have the rest go away. So when we're talking about different forms of birth control, they can have long-term effects on your fertility as well. You know, if you're changing the way that your adrenal glands are functioning because of how your body communicates around copper as an element then it does change the way that your fertility shows up later on. A lot of times people think that you can just, you know, I have an IUD, hormonal or not, until I'm ready to have children. They have it pulled when it's time to start trying only to find, oh, I've got stuff going on in here that I had no idea, like cysts. Sometimes with hormonal IUDs, people are anovulatory, meaning they're not ovulating. These foreign objects in your body really do affect the chemistry overall. And it isn't just as simple as I have it removed and now I can try to have a baby. I see this a little bit with birth control too. I will have people who will come in where they're like, yep, my doctor said that I can go off of birth control, and have one cycle, and then I can start trying. Well, yeah, you can start trying, but how many years were you on that form of birth control? How many years have you been affecting the healthy hypothalamus-pituitary-ovarian axis communication in your body? The longer you've been doing that, which I see a lot of people in Western culture who have been very reliant on forms of birth control for family planning management that, you know, they meet the love of their life. They want to go off of it. And it isn't just as simple as removing the IUD and now we can try. They will try for six months and they're like, well, there's got to be something wrong. Well, maybe you just started ovulating because you've arrested that process for so long. So anyway, I know that's like totally a topic for another episode and I will get there, but I just want to make you aware, and we did touch on it a little bit when we were looking at pregnancy and the fertility journey in earlier episodes this season, that you really are what you eat and you have to plan for, you know, taking that step in the direction of using your fertility for family rather than trying to prevent pregnancy. But, you know, When it comes to IUDs, a lot of times, not only does it have that simplistic set it and forget it, which is, you know, the less work that I have to mentally put into dealing with it, the better, which is collectively something that I see in our culture. There also is this understanding, especially with the copper IUD, that I can just have it out and then we can start trying. Some people get lucky and they're successful and they get pregnant. But for the vast majority of people, because these things alter our body chemistry, at some level, hormonal or not, it is really important to be mindful that it's not as easy as just having it removed. IUDs are a foreign object in your body that isn't secured. And this is something else I really, really, really want to emphasize because I have seen some super scary stuff in my practice. Because IUDs are foreign and they are not secured, they can perforate, meaning poke a hole, Through the uterus and migrate to other parts of the body, requiring surgery to remove them. I had a client a few years ago who had an IUD and kept complaining about pain by her ribs. She had been to the doctor several times, they kept saying everything's fine. They decided to do an ultrasound to check and see the placement of her IUD. Because she couldn't find the strings and it wasn't there. It wasn't in her uterus. And they ended up doing scans of her body and found it. The reason she was having pain by her ribs is because the IUD had migrated up into that area and she had to have surgery to remove it. So I'm saying all of this so that you are an informed consumer. The whole point of Reproductive Rebel is... For you to be an informed consumer, for you to have the education that a lot of us don't get around contraceptive options, around family planning options, around negative side effects of things that are very commonly used in our culture. That unless you sit down with the rice paper, tiny, tiny, need a magnifying glass print, you know, disclaimers that come in the packaging... And I mean, with IUDs, generally, they'll give you a little card at the end that'll have a serial number on it for the IUD in the lot that you have. But there isn't a ton of paperwork that typically changes hands around it. So because I've had a lot of confusion with my clients, a lot of questions from my clients about the use of IUDs, I really, really felt called to do this episode because it's painful, It has a lot of risks that you need to be aware of. IUDs can be partially or completely expelled. Your body goes, nope, this does not belong in here, and it will try like mad. This is why it cramps, to try to contract and push out this foreign object in your body. Putting a foreign object in your body opens you up for infections, like really serious infections, like sepsis, including group A strep. So there's some big concern. I'm not trying to demonize IUDs. I just want you to be aware when you're making decisions about what goes in your body and how you want to proactively prevent pregnancy that there are some very real risks. Now let's go back to that hormonal IUD situation. And I have been one of those people who was experiencing super heavy bleeding and had an IUD placed in order to, they told me it was to address the bleeding at the source because it was a low of progesterone that was essentially going to slow the bleeding. Well, it wasn't really successful. My body cramped and cramped and cramped and cramped and my body pushed it out. So it is a real concern and it did nothing for my bleeding. I just want to put that out there. It does for some, it does. I have clients who have come in who are like, yes, I've had super heavy bleeding. And when they start working with me, they're really, really panicked about the idea of getting the thing out because while they know they don't feel really good while they're on it, either because they're seeing weight gain or they're seeing emotional stuff or they're just feeling stagnant, or stuck or bloated or all of the above, or they're having consistent spotting because they just spot all month because their body cramps all month trying to get it out, whatever it is, they know they don't feel really good about it, but they're more afraid of the heavy bleeding. The heavy bleeding in Chinese medicine has a root cause. So, when I work with people who are using like hormonal IUDs, for example, as a means of dealing with a heavy bleeding situation, I will start working on the root cause, the reason why the bleeding started in the first place. And then when they are comfortable and they say, Adrian, I'm going to go get this out, they go to their provider and they have it out. They're often really pleasantly surprised that, oh, wow. My period came and it wasn't nearly the experience that it was before, but it's because we have done the groundwork to help support their body in the way that it needs. So don't feel like you need to have this thing in your system in order to be able to deal with heavy bleeding, bleeding all month, you know, dealing with irregular periods, nothing like that. IUDs, they do not solve problems. They band-aid them. And working with an Eastern medicine practitioner somebody like me, an acupuncturist, an herbalist, you know, you're able to get to the root cause of why this happens in the first place and heal the body so that you don't continue to experience those kinds of symptoms. Knowledge about your body is so incredibly powerful because Just knowing that you can only get pregnant seven days out of the month means that you then realize that you don't need a hormonal contraceptive or even like a copper IUD, which is non-hormonal for the entire month, in order to prevent pregnancy. Learning about your body, body literacy, I cannot emphasize this enough, is so powerful. Because then you can make informed decisions about what feels good in your body and what you need in order to thrive. Our periods do not have to be a shit show every month. They don't. Oftentimes they are because we don't know how to properly support our bodies and we turn to devices like IUDs, for example, in order to change symptoms. I'm thinking a hormonal IUD when I say something like that. Or to prevent pregnancy because they haven't been taught how to read their body, what their body is telling them, and how to prevent pregnancy naturally. There are lots of great options that don't involve hormones at all. I oftentimes will tell my clients something like a Kaya diaphragm. If you're comfortable with putting in and taking out a menstrual disc or a menstrual cup, a Kaya is no big deal. Once you know, Where it is in your cycle that you're going to be the most fertile, you just use that on those days. And then when that fertile window closes and you can no longer get pregnant, you don't need to use a barrier anymore yes, it really is that simple. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I just think that it's really important to be informed about what IUDs are, how they work in your system, hormonal or not, so that you can make decisions about whether that feels like an aligned form of birth control for you. If you have any questions, I am happy to field them. Please reach out to me. I also have this really great offering called Body Wisdom, which teaches you the body literacy side of things. It walks you through your entire cycle, teaches you what's going on at every step. There is a link in the show notes for body wisdom. It's a low monthly fee kind of thing. I add new content every month. The whole goal is to put you in the driver's seat of your bus because you're the one that has to live in your body. Let's make it an empowered place to be. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Reproductive Rebel. Reproductive Rebel is recorded by certified Peristeam steam hydrotherapist, herbalist, sound healer, and Chinese nutritional therapist, Adrian Irizarry of Moon Essence, LLC. If you are interested in setting up an appointment with Adrian for one-on-one support, ordering from our store, or checking out our course offerings, visit our website at moonessence.life. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get insider information on upcoming events and offerings. Join the conversation. Like us and follow Moon Essence Me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Your voices make this program possible. Thank you all for your continued support.